I said hello. Is this thing on? Yeah. I want to see you smile. I want to see you smile. I want to see you smile. We want to make you happy. What is up, my fellow humans of Earth? <laughs> uh, it's Lisa, and this is Minisode 3, which I absolutely cannot believe. This podcast is really just trudging along, and as always, I'm having a great time making it, so I hope all of you are enjoying listening to it and just uh, picking up what we're putting down over here. <laughs> so yeah, as most of you probably know, or if you don't, you're new to the podcast. At the first of every month, I like to do a little mini-sode where I do a tarot card poll, a one-card poll for the month. And I do it on the first just because the beginning of a new month is really the best time to reset, check in with yourself, see what's going on, what you can pick up, what you can leave behind, um, and maybe just, you know, try to reorient or realign yourself to get on that path to not only receive what you want, but also what you need, most importantly, and so that you can give the same to the people around you. And if you feel like you're already on that path, then that's fucking awesome also. And maybe you can read these readings in a different way. But I think that the most important thing to remember when you're listening to these readings is that the first thing that comes to your mind is probably what that message is applying to in your life. And also, if you're kind of like, not totally paying attention to this and then you just zone in on one line or one piece of the message, then that part of the message was probably meant for you to hear. So these are hopefully interpreted in different ways depending on the person who's hearing it. And also every tarot card reader is completely different. So I'm just beginning my shuffle. And I also want to apologize that uh, if you hear any noises, it's my upstairs neighbors. I honestly don't know what they do up there. I just picture them sledding around on their furniture. <laughs> or if you guys have ever seen the movie The Visit, where it's like two kids and they go to visit their grandparents, but it's not really their grandparents. It's like two escapes mental patients from the asylum <laughs> and there's a scene where at night they're just kind of like galloping around in the hallway in the nude <laughs> and it's really creepy but sometimes I just picture them doing that and it makes me laugh <laughs> so if your upstairs neighbors are making noise all the time maybe just picture that and it'll help you from getting so annoyed because that's a ridiculous picture 
All right, so we're almost done with the shuffle here. Whoop. Okay, we had two cards fall out. I always say this is a one card pull and then like 50 cards fall out. Oh, it's actually three cards. <laughs> so maybe I should just start doing a three card pull for the month because that's just what always seems to happen anyway. Okay, so the three cards that have fallen out of the deck for us today. And by the way, I'm back to the Light Sears deck. I know uh, last month I went a little rogue and I went back to my Rider weight, but I don't know, this deck was just calling me today. So looking at the spread I have in front of me, I have the Queen of Swords, the Nine of Cups, and the Three of Swords, and that is an order from left to right. So I like to kind of look at the cards individually and then weave them together to see what kind of story and what kind of energetic forecast they have for us for the month of December. So I love the Queen of Swords. I love any queen. They're just such badasses, especially on this deck. They're all amazing. And the Queen of Swords in this deck, she's kind of sitting up high on what looks like a mattress. Well, it's not really a mattress. It's just like a cushion. <laughs> At the bottom, in the bottom corner of the cushion, there's a cup that's in a cage, it looks like. And up above is a, singul a singular hawk or bird that's flying around. And I always take those to mean the thoughts or the mind because the swords relate to that. They relate to the thoughts, ideas, words, the mind, how we think. It's not really windy. There's like a small breeze. Um, there's a few flags that are kind of showing that breeze there. And she's holding a sword and she's just sitting like contemplating. And it's an awesome card. One of the flags has a triangle on it and it's blue. And so I think of that as relating to the throat chakra, whose color is blue in the chakra system. And obviously the throat chakra also relates to words and how we communicate and everything. So, yeah, I feel like she is just like a no-nonsense. I was going to say no-nonsense bitch, but she's not a bitch. I meant that in a way of like a power bitch, you know. <laughs> but uh, she takes no bullshit. She is like straight to the point. She's clear, concise, knows what she's thinking, says exactly that, kind of has control over that part of her brain. There's no talking just to talk. It's just very clear, succinct, concise, and like very calculated in how she communicates. She thinks before she speaks. And I think that that is definitely a sign of control over the thoughts and probably how a lot of people should think about communicating. It's not always necessary to spew out exactly what you want to spew out. Or if you do, just take, the, take a moment to think about if that's going to impact the person that you're speaking to. And the person you're speaking to can even be yourself. So I feel like that's all I have to say about the Queen of Swords. She's sitting 
high up on her cushion looking out and I feel like it's just a sign of like I got this almost you know she's very confident and she's very in touch with the state of her inner self the next card is the nine of cups and in this deck it's also an amazing card it's someone who seems to be like to me it looks like they're leaping out of a treasure chest and like throwing all the nine cups up in the air there's like rays of sunshine coming out from the heart and it's just like a very open pose like in yoga we always drop the shoulders and move the heart forward and I feel like that's exactly what this figure is doing in the in the image and also the whole card is gold so it's just like a very rich <laughs> Rich looking card, if you will. And I always associate yellow with the solar plexus, which is the chakra space that's just above the navel. And it's like a psychic center, but it's also like a heat generating center for the body. And if you think about it, that's like where the digestive system is. So that makes a lot of sense. But in this card, the rays are coming out from the heart. And so I think that that's interesting. But I think the Nine of Cups is a card of opportunity and just being open to receiving that kind of opportunity. I think it's like a collection card of sorts, you know. In the traditional deck, it's like a figure who's sitting in front of Nine Cups and he has his arm crossed. And that card always kind of makes me think of like, pick your poison or like choose your direction and if you don't make it there you can come back but it's kind of like a, a challenge but to me this card is different it's open the card in the rider weight deck is closed <laughs> um, so I think it's just welcoming in that opportunity being able to receive and I think in, in order to receive you need to have that open heart and all the cups are facing up so it's like open to whatever is coming to it next and the final card is the three of swords so again swords relate to the mind thoughts emotions well not so much emotions but words ideas etc and the three of swords card in this deck is kind of scary <laughs> it's it's very intense it has a heart that looks broken but it's been sewn back together but some of the threads are like tangled around this woman it, it appears who is screaming and in the background it's stormy there's a creepy tree there's birds flying away and I feel like in this card it's kind of signifying an emotional blockage and I think it's an emotional blockage related to the thoughts in your head so again I think relating back to the queen of swords it's like the words that you speak to yourself can severely impact yourself and your ability to move forward from things and traumas that might be holding you back so I always sometimes I feel like it's necessary to rearrange the cards and so I would put the three of hearts first three of swords first excuse me then the nine of cups then the queen of swords because I feel like this 
there might be a collective energy or even an individual energy where we're feeling tied up, we're feeling like out of control, nothing is in our hands, maybe even a little depressed because our thoughts are torturing us in a way. Whether it's individual or collective, I think we're all kind of in a place where we do feel out of control and what's going to happen next and what's happening now and, and all of these things. But then I feel like the Nine of Cups coming next is welcoming in that opportunity. The Three of Swords, we feel trapped. We feel scared. We feel alone. We don't know what's happening. But in the Nine of Cups, we're kind of busting out of that. We're welcoming in new things. We're welcoming in new opportunities, new adventures, new directions. We're just open. It's really like busting out of the strings that are binding us and the thoughts that are binding us, again, both as individuals and as a collective. So it's really just learning how to fight against ourselves. And I don't like the word fight against ourselves because it's more of a it is kind of a battle, but we need to learn how to work with our thoughts and not against them. Learn how to be present. Learn how to, how to open to receive all of these good things that are ahead. And the Queen of Swords comes last because with that opportunity finally comes that peace. Finally comes that ability to triumph over these emotions and I didn't mention it before, but that's why the little cup is locked in a cage there, because the cups do represent emotion, um, kind of the, the opposite of what the swords represent, if you will, intuition, um, all of that kind of stuff. Not that we should cage those things, but I feel like moving from the three of swords to the queen of swords, you are coming out of this emotional terror, <laughs> sometimes self-imposed, sometimes not, but you are coming out of that and you're learning how to work with your thoughts, how to edit yourself, how to find that quiet power that I think we all need and we all crave because we have to become our own advocates and we have to learn how to communicate effectively. So... Yes, I think this month is all about gradual change, a gradual opening, a receiving, a learning how to receive a, it's kind of exciting, like you're really busting out of that distress. Again, I think the collective, is that's clearly happening. Um, I think individually, December tends to be a rough time and probably even rougher given the state of affairs right now uh, with COVID. But I think that even in this time of distress, we do need to kind of learn how to burst out of our own heads, <laughs> maybe shake something up, maybe take a little road trip safely, of course, <laughs> even like going to an Airbnb with a, a loved one over the weekend or something. Just give yourself a little shake up so that you can make yourself feel better 
and kind of change the routine a little bit because I think we're all at a point where we need that and it'll just keep us from going crazy. So, okay, I think I'm going to end it there. Uh, Unlike the Queen of Cups, I was not super succinct, but I hope that message makes sense and I hope that it resonates with you and that you are able to move forward, see and understand what is holding you back and just make an attempt to welcome in those new energies so that we can move forward into a better time, hopefully a better year for 2021. And yeah. All right. (laughs) I will see you on the 15th for our brand new full episode number six. I won't give anything away, but it's going to be awesome. And till then, have a great month. And I'll see you soon. Later, Gators. Happiness Is is recorded by Lisa Samuels from her apartment in Sunnyside, Queens. Episodes are edited by Laura Estefan. Theme music is Let Me Feel Fine by Don Valdez featuring M to Say. Please send all email submissions to project.happy.11 at gmail.com. That's project.happy with an IE.11 at gmail.com. For all other inquiries, please visit our website at happinessispod.com. Until next time, peace out, Cub Scouts.